Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I'm right here, folks, man. I got this, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, ankle pickers of all ages, welcome back to another Dot Five episode of the Ankle Pick Pod. We're here to set the spread. I've got Danny. What's up? Bang, bang. And Reese, how you doing? Unbelievable. We took a little bit of a hit just this past weekend on the Felder RDA card. That was bound to happen. You can't win them all. You literally, you can't win them all. That's not to say that we're down by any means. Since we started tracking back in July, both of our cappers at MMA Capper DK and Reese with the new fresh Twitter account. Wait, plug yourself. Oh, God, I don't know it off the cuff. You put me on the spot. And I have no booze. My memory's better under booze. I'm going to say, I think it's Kingpin MMA. We yeah, will confirm and uh, send that out from the main account. You'll see a, uh, it was a picture of Robbie Lawler doing Robbie Lawler things. That's me. Anyways, our two cappers, we're still up, so not to be worried, and let's get back right on that green train coming up for UFC 255, which is what we're here to set the spread for. We've got a couple title fights. Let's jump right in. Reese took the W last week. He's got a 3-2-1 record going into this week. With that, the first fight that we're going to set the spread for here, Mauricio Hua, Paul Craig. Danny, why don't you lead us off? Light heavyweight. Awesome. This is a rematch, correct? They fought to a draw in 2019 in November, a year ago. Oh, yeah, that is correct. What I remember about that fight was thinking how slow Shogun looked. I got to assume that Paul Craig's favored here. I'm going to go with Paul Craig minus 180, but I think you'll probably see me on the other side of that come our main episode because I thought that Shogun looked fine versus Little Nog. For me, I'm very similar to Danny. The, the thing is, Paul Craig's only mean to victory, so it seems, is submission. We're all aware of it. We all know it's coming. His striking looks almost abysmal at times. So I, I don't see him going out there and piecing up Shogun, who is slower. But you got to remember Shogun has submission game as well. I mean, he's a Brazilian. You know, he likes to strike. He's always been known as a striker, but it's not like he's a slouch on the ground. So I think that he's going to be able to block Craig one mean of victory and and maybe get that KOTKO. So I, I, I think I'm also going to be with Danny on the other side. I understand the sentiment of Shogun Hua is that he's slower and he's older and he can't strike as much. But I just – what I see out of Paul Craig is, is nothing special. I'm going to go Paul Craig minus 150, though. Because I think that, again, like I said, the sentiment around Shogun is that he can only be a dog at this stage in his career. First point of the afternoon, going to go to DK. After opening at exactly minus 180, your favorite Paul Craig is currently sitting at minus 170. So come down just a bit, still enough to point DK. I'm still, I'm still a loser. Congrats, Sam. Second fight. Of the main card, the pay-per-view event, UFC 255. Women's flyweight, Cynthia Calvillo and Caitlin Chikagian. Reese. This one's going to be a little easier for me to set. 
based on the fact that we just saw Chuk a couple weeks ago and it happened in the same fashion that I thought it did. Shout out at Danny for thinking Chuk was going to win. I'm going to say that Calvillo, she's someone who has one loss to Esparza, but more importantly, she's been hyped up to be the next big thing. She's yet to, sh- to show that, though, which has been disappointing. I still have faith. I, I think that she's going to be able to beat Chukakian pretty solidly. I, I would be surprised if Chuk was the favorite, um, and I'd be even more surprised if it was close. So I'm going to say Cynthia Calvillo, and I'm going to do it minus 195. I mean, I'm echoing the same sentiments as, as Reese. Chukagian lost me my faith and my confidence in women's MMA going forward a couple weeks ago. And to me, she looked mentally out of it in that fight, which is why I'm surprised she has such a quick turnaround. I got to assume that the line favors Calvillo as well. I'm going minus 180. So I think that's a little lower than you. Okay. I was, yeah, I was teetering right in that range. I was too scared to say minus two, but wouldn't be surprised. So opened at minus 150 two and a half weeks ago, minus 250 it seemed up to. Reese yeah. didn't take the point. Dan, you would have been right on the opening line. I just It's hard to b- believe that it would be any closer than the 180s, 190s range. And you got to imagine that people who have already placed their bets have right. Chukagian's last performance pretty steady in the Fresh front of their mind. mind. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing, too, that's really important to note is that Nothing about what we thought about Chukaki in the first time out about her wanting to retire and have a kid and all this stuff has changed in two weeks. Nothing. So to think that she's going to go out there in a quick turnaround against another really tough draw on Calvillo, it's, I, I, I agree with the Sharps there that, that bet early and bet it up. So I'm, I'm happy to steal that point. 1-1, third fight of the main card, welterweight bout, Mike Perry and Tim Means, Danny. Yeah, this one's going to be super exciting. There's another kind of don't blink one. This could end at any point at, by any means, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> Cringe. But, oh, God. I really didn't mean to do that. <laughs> you didn't mean to? <laughs> All right, shit. Just call him Dirty I, Bird. Yeah, I think, that, I think that this has got to favor the uh, nutcase – the crazy man in the octagon, Mike Perry. I'm going Mike Perry minus 170. Okay, this is time. This is time for me to hopefully steal a point because I have turned so sour on Mike Perry. After that Mickey Gall fight, and he made Mickey Gall look competitive, I was like, okay, what the fuck is going on with this guy? He has no corner. His outside of the octagon is an absolute mess. He has no strategy or technique whatsoever, but he wants to stand and bang. Tim's a vet, man. He's too smart for that shit. And I will be betting Tim. Probably. I mean, I got to see what the line is. But my guess is that Tim is actually a favorite here. I think I'm going to go Tim, Dirty Bird means minus 140. And and I truly believe that line. I, I think Danny's going to win. I, think I don't think no, I, I would be really surprised if Tim I think you're going to win. I think you're going to win. I think everyone likes Mike Perry and shit. But Plus, he has a lot of name recognition. He does. I would be shocked if it steams away from Tim Means. And I honestly, if I was setting the line, it would be hard for me to bet Mike Perry or like Mike Perry here. I, I genuinely think Tim Means has a better chance of getting this done. 
And I, I like Tim Means, and I think he's minus, yeah, 140. I'm probably going to lose this point, but full send. Your favorite at a line of minus 150 is Mike Perry. It's been doing some zigzagging, though. It went up to about minus 185, went down to about minus 130, and it's come back to minus 150, which is where it opened at. Early listeners, bet that Tim Means line right there, dude. Mike Perry's coming in with no corner, no mental stability, and he made Mickey Gall look like he could hang in with the best of them. That is just absolutely abysmal. I like that one a lot, actually. Fourth fight of the main card. This one's going to be crazy to set the spread for. Women's flyweight title fight. Valentina Shevchenko and Jennifer Maya. Reese, it's your turn to pick a real high number. I'm not even going to pretend like I know what it is as far as like either side because I know Vegas is going to take so much juice. It's not even going to be – it's going to be too hard to guess both of them. What I will say, it's going to be Valentina. And it's going to – I actually think it's going to cross the threshold of 1,000. My initial instinct was going to be like seven, 800, but that would put Maya like in the 400 range. And come on. I mean, like let's all get, let's all get serious for a sec. So I'm going to go Valentina, and I'm going to do it at a clip of minus 1,100. That's a great that number, puts, Reese. Yeah, that puts Maya at like plus 700. I mean, that seems okay to me. That's a great number, Reese. I think you're – I think you've got to be right around it. Valentina is the single best martial artist in the world in terms of all-around skill, in my opinion. I, I have her written down at minus 1,000. I don't think that Jennifer Maya can compete with her anywhere. So Reese's analysis was about as good as you could have gotten there. Opened up at minus 750, Valentina, up to minus 1450. Wow. Wow. Jennifer Maya opened plus 550, up to plus 850 right now. Reese will take the point, and we've got a 2-2 ball game heading into the title fight main event of the evening, flyweight, Devison Figueredo and Alex Perez. Danny. Uh, when I talked about Valentina, I talked about how complete of a martial artist she is, and Figgy is the same thing, but with a killer instinct, combined with a guy who likes to fight dangerous and do damage. Alex Perez is no slouch, though, so this line will be a lot less steep but I still see it being steep. I've got Figgy at minus 250. I think he's just unbelievably well-rounded, and he hits like a truck. I won't even lie to you. I came into this thinking that I'm going to be betting Alex Perez. I think that this line, no matter what it is, is probably going to be too high. Not even Vegas's fault, though. It's what it has to be, but I think Alex Perez is a lot more dangerous than people think. Kind of like what Dan said, I, I agree with the notion that Figgy is, although he's small, he's so complete and so well-rounded in, in not only striking but grappling as well. And he's so fast. His transitions are so smooth. I was in the range of 250. I, I'm not going to price his right Dan, so I'm going to think here. He's got the advantage going first. I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to say this. I'm going to put Perez at, like, plus – he's got to be less than plus 200. So – I'm going to say Figgy is minus 215. And then the thing that I will note is that that has to be where it opened. Like, I would be surprised if it didn't open around there. My guess is Danny might be closer because I imagine people are going to hit that Figgy line. So I'm going to say it opened probably in 215, 220 range. 
I don't want to price his right Dan though, so I'm gonna stick with that. And I'm gonna say two. I'm gonna say two twenty minus two twenty for Figgy. So again, Reese's analysis is spot on, but it's not gonna be enough to get him the point. After opening at minus two ten, Figgy is now sitting at minus three ten. Wow. Alex oh Perez God. opened plus one eighty, now sitting at plus two sixty. Plus one eighty is the much more accurate number in my head there. Holy shit. That's another one I might get on right now. So Alex Perez's calf kicks are just brutal. Devastating. Dude, he's a dangerous he's a dangerous man. And, and I'm under the impression that at any time two men of this talent are getting into the octagon, lines like that are egregious. Unless it's like a, a Demetrius Johnson and other things like that that are on, out of this world. And I'm not saying Figgy's not. I'm just saying that that line is insanity. Insanity. There's so much value on Perez at 250. I actually am in, I'm blown away by that. Right now, I'm going to go parlay Alex Perez and, and Tim Means right after the show. Right after. I'll, I'll post it to the Twitter. Yeah, well, we're coming at you Monday afternoon. We've got Tuesday Night Contender Series coming up this week, and then we're back in the studio to record our full-length Ankle Pick Pod episode. Catch our picks on Twitter at Ankle Pick Pod. We've got our individual analyst accounts as well that we'll be sure to plug at MMA Capper DK and potentially at Kingpin <laughs> MMA. I guess we'll clarify yeah, we'll, and, and plug that one on the main account. Main On the main episode, we'll, we'll have it. Uh, like I said, I'm – but I went from Twitter list capper to, to Kingpin. So we'll take step at a time, baby steps. Dan, congrats on your victory. Three, Thank three, you. and one. Three, That's three, and one. Is it, can you make this shit up? We'll be back at it later in the week. Until then, cue the music. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.